Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God.
Amen. Do you see God working in your life? Then give the Lord a shout of praise this afternoon. Amen. Oh, 
with the Lord, talking with the Lord, singing to the Lord, serving the Lord. Do you believe it and do you love it? Amen. That shout was quite weak. Do you believe it? Amen.
Clap your hands for Jesus. Let's pray. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to use you. Before you came to church, before you came to know Jesus, 
demons were using you. Ask the Lord to use you. Ask him to use you. Ask him to use you. Touch my life. Bless me, Lord. Use me to touch a life. I don't want to ever remain the same again. Thank you. blessing thank you for the blessing thank him for the blessing we bless your name in Jesus name amen You may be seated. Psalm 119. Today, we are continuing to ask ourselves, what is the reason why we are going through what we are going through? Why? I'm still on the subject I've titled Good Things. And we have learned that affliction it is good for me that I've been afflicted. Give us other translations. My suffering. You know, some of you who look little and young, you've suffered things that 48 year olds haven't suffered. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you, some emotional heart problems you've had, your mother has not experienced it before. Your mother at home. You can sit your mother down and educate her on how to relate with a boy. (laughs) So he said, it's good. It's a good thing for me. I'd like to see you guys after church. It's a good thing for me that I have been afflicted. That my suffering was good for me. For it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Next translation. Give me any translation. My troubles turned out all for the best. My troubles. So today the question is that Have you had troubles before? 
Why? Because we are learning that your troubles are good. It's, it's good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. And last week we saw that one reason why your troubles are good for you is that it's your ticket to enter into the kingdom. Was it last week? Yeah. That as we were thinking that just by coming to say the sinner's prayer, you have entered the kingdom of God. It's not the case. Yes. Acts 14, 22. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith that and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. That we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. So that is how we become part of God's kingdom. By having problems. Now, today I I want to qualify what tribulation is. What is affliction? 119, Psalm 119. Say, it is good for me that I have been afflicted that I might learn thy statutes. And we are learning in Acts 14 that through much tribulation we enter into the kingdom. Two types of tribulation. Number one. Tribulations from your personal foolishness. Tribulations from your personal foolishness, stubbornness, stupidity. That is how some people have come into the kingdom. That's the reason why Gideon's Bible are found in prisons. Gideon's Bibles are found in mental hospitals. So when you smoke weed and you go mad and you read the Bible and you become okay, you can come to church. When you are discharged from Ankaful or mental hospital, then you come to church as a, as a shepherd. Yes. As a shepherd. There are people. I'm continuing from last week. There are people who will never 
give themselves to God in a certain way. No matter how much you preach to them, how much you exhort them, how much of your personal experiences you share with them, the only thing that will make them serve God and be in church is the punishment from their foolishness. So we realize that in Accra, there are some prominent pastors. Ecclesiastes 7, 14. Yes. In the day of prosperity, be joyful. Not so. Yes. That is not even the scripture. Um, oh, yes. Sorry. Rather, it's Ecclesiastes. Tell your neighbor, you are becoming wiser. In this service, your wisdom level is growing. Because of flaming fire, you'll be wiser than your classmates. So, two ways... Two types of afflictions. One is afflictions from your stupidity. Stubbornness. Not obeying instructions. Thinking you are right. Not ready to submit yourself to God. Some of you sitting here. The plan of God is for you to be a pastor one day. But even right now, last night, you slept with two girls before morning. Today is your first time. Yesterday, from morning to, to this morning, you have slept with two girls. When you are supposed to have to be a pastor, okay, we have come to do outreach you didn't mind us. Today, I think they gave you rice, something they have given you before you came to church. All right. And also, next week, you won't come because the truth is that you are a fool. That's the bottom line truth that you are actually a fool. But the point I'm making is that if God wants you to serve him, eh? if God wants you to be a pastor, To be a missionary. To lead his people. What you may not know is that as you are sitting here. On God's agenda. You are supposed to be 
a pastor of 5,000 members. Yes, 5,000. Meanwhile, right now, you don't even have a Bible. The last time they gave you a Bible, you used the leaves of the Bible to smoke weed. All right. I have a verse for you. Ecclesiastes 4.14, not 7. 4.14. For out of prison, he cometh to reign. That is, there are some people in authority who will come into authority from prison. This Bible, for out of prison, he cometh to reign, to be a pastor. Out of prison, he cometh to be a deacon. Out of prison, he cometh to be an evangelist. If normal advice, normal soul winning, normal outreach cannot get you to sit in church and be a, a Christian, then he will leave you to be arrested, beaten, and sent to Insawam for 14 years. It is in Insawam that you become born again proper, proper. But the point I'm making is that you don't need to go to Insawam to be a born again Christian. I didn't go to Insawam to be a born again. I'm a pastor. You don't need to be. What you don't know is that that's why the Muslims they say Allahu Akbar God is great look at Paul he was supposed to be perhaps the next most powerful person on earth spiritually apart from Christ Instead of concentrating on the ministry, he was rather beating pastors, killing pastors. He wasn't listening to advice. So, what happened to him? Eventually, eventually, say, God is great. Tell your neighbor, you are not great. Only God is great. Yeah, eventually, from beating pastors, killing pastors, eventually he came, he went uh, he came back to write to parts of the New Testament but after what? Beatings Beatings Paul even like how people get born again and the sign is that they speak in tongues that the night I give my life to Christ I began as for Paul the sign that he was born again was blindness. Blindness. From that day that he became blind and was taken to um, Simon the Tanner's house. From that day, beatings, stripes, shipwrecks, betrayal, famines, nakedness, one man. Yeah, because if you will not listen to God, whatever God will do for you to be a pastor one day, he will do it. Including sending you to Insawam. Maximum security prison. You will go. Oh, but don't you live in Ghana? There are pastors who came from prison. One is an evangelist. 
before he went to prison, he wouldn't know God. He had money, blowing time, you know, all kinds of fooling. He, he had to be jailed. Yes. Homosexuals raped him in prison. Yes. Before he came to his be very careful. The Bible says every knee shall bow. But some will bow. My knees are bowed. I didn't have, there was no gun. I I wasn't, I didn't bow my knees in the hospital. Like I was sick, about to die. Then I bowed my, normal. I was in town going to school. But some people, they will bow their knees after cutlasses have been used to slash their feet. So two types. Your personal stubbornness. Today, I'm going to lead some of you into the Holy Ghost baptism. Holy Ghost baptism. That's why we are wearing blue. And only Saint Debbie, her own is shining. Deep blue with blink. The only one. But God loves her. She's special to God. The, the slaps she needs to do well. God there. You see, either you bend your neck and bow, or you use this one and force you. And by the time he's forced down, even one bone in your neck will break. You have waist pains. Your knee will crack, but you will bow. Some people are bowing because they can't stand. God has broken their waist. So bowing is a natural, it's even relieving. It's, It's relief to bow. I'm speaking to somebody here who is fooling. Who is stubborn? You know, sometimes when you are very powerful in your area, among we smokers, area boys, you feel that you are the first person to come on earth. Like, like, like before you came, there was none like you. There is none like me. No one else has been here before me. I'm the main guy in the area forever. There is none like me. Until God gives you gonorrhea. Babaso. Then you are cool. When you urinate, you are like a cow melting. Not my urine that we are all urinating. Your own, it, it, it must look like mascatella, blood. Then you cool down and stop chasing girls. When you see a girl coming, you pass here. Shout, God is great. you force God you have no other option 
I'm very happy. Normal. You're a normal guy in town. You don't have tuberculosis. You don't have HIV, cancer. Normal. You're in the Bible school. Normal. Some people to a wheelchair. They will be pushed to a Bible school. But they will have correspondence course at home. Correspondence course at home. What, what God will do, he will do it. The Bible says that the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Gifts. Gifts. When God calls you, he gives you a calling. He does not change his mind. We learn that from Jonah. Chapter 1. God sent him. Go to Nineveh. He didn't go, ran away, a whale swallowed. Is it the whale that swallowed Jonah or Jonah, Jonah swallowed the whale? Is it the whale that swallowed Jonah? Okay. There was a swallow. Yeah. So the whale swallowed Jonah, went to vomit him after three nights. On the fourth night, he was vomited out and all those things. When the word of God came again, he said, and the word of the Lord came again unto Jonah and said, Arise and go to Nineveh. Your stubbornness will never change the mind of God. But after what? Being swallowed by a wheel. So there are two types of afflictions. I'm listening the first one, like Jonah's affliction. Jonah 3 verse 1. The second time. The word. Read. Go to Jonah 1 verse 1. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai. Verse 2. Jonah chapter 1 verse 2. Look at it. Arise. Go to Nineveh. That great city. And cry against it. Their wickedness is come before me. He didn't go. Went to Rome, swelled, swallowed, vomited, whatever problems are. Jonah chapter 3. Verse 1. The word of the Lord came unto Jonah the what? Second time. Now, what was God's instruction the second time? Watch this. Arise. Go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it. The preaching that I bid thee, the messages I gave you three years ago, the outreaches, that I, the Bible verses I said you should go and share five years ago that you didn't go. That now you've got three children with four fathers. Go and do the same outreach. I saw somebody here. Somebody here. You were preaching with one eye. One eye was blind. But you were preaching. You went to fool somewhere. Somebody hit your eye or some injury. You were jailed. You came back. Problems. Now you are forced. Because uh, uh, Gapoha will not employ you. Social welfare will not employ you. Uh, nobody will take you by day. So you must be a pastor. 
You must find the Bible and preach. Which was the original ideal that you should preach with two eyes. But you won't preach with two eyes. Now you preach with one eye. Be very careful. God will surprise you. Some of you, instead of doing outreach, helping to build the work, you are even in flaming fire. You are chasing a girl here. You come to church. There's a dancer here like that. There's a dancer here. Oh, you think I'm lying? As he's dancing, his eyes are on a certain girl. The girl is in the dancing stars. I'm not joking. The girl is here. But you will do a... Before you know it, you've gone to impregnate a girl. But when you finish and everything, you've done the outdoor, you come and dance again. <laughs> daddy dancer. We have daddy, daddy daycare. You do daddy dancer. So now as you are dancing, what? What are some of the songs they used to dance? My head, my shoulders. And the king's kid. King's kid. In the middle, then your son will run. Daddy, I need money for watching. Say, oh, I'm dancing. Go away. Let me finish dancing. Say, no. I don't go. Ah, ah, ah. King's kid. Daddy, Empire, I need Kelly Willie money. Why? Why? They think I'm joking. Because it sounds funny. Is it not funny? Me, I've come and preaching. I've preached. Uh, preached. Uh, you have been in this service for two years. You are still chasing an imam. An imam is chasing you. You want to become a hajia. Hajia. King's kid. Yo. A day will come and you, God, 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 you will be a pastor. Yeah, you'll be a lady pastor. You'll be, even if you marry an imam, you, you will preach one day. Yeah, when you wake up at dawn, you are praying. A woman, and your husband is in the next room. (laughs) 
رحیم رکوا نه یا این دارم هکتابایا ریابدا پساتا شتابا این دار نام جیسوس رکتابا با همبریا با باتا با با لامبندری کاتورو با با ایا هزمان است؟ market somewhere even if you must be a pastor at age 70 there a prince he, he, be, he began ministry work at age 50 yes he went to university professor this that 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 he from 50 years he began God there eh? so I'm talking to you that you see don't force God to show you that even afflictions arising out of your stupidity will be good for you. You don't need it. Why should you be evangelizing with one eye? Why should you be an evangelist and you are preaching with a urine bag solitaire to your side here because you can't urinate properly because of Baba Sokramai. At least I know I've met two women. Life has beaten them. They want to become shepherds. One is 48, another one is 52 or so. At this, you want to be a shepherd. They have just come to the church. You have not, you've not even finished uh, John 3 16. They are in a hurry to serve God. I've met them. They are in a hurry. They, they want to be made shepherds. They want to do something for God because they can see that they wasted their years. And the few left, and they want to do something. Yeah. That's the first affliction. Number two. One is arising from your stubbornness, foolishness, stupidity, all that. Number two is afflictions arising out of your spirituality. Serving God Christianity is also an affliction. That one, you've not been stubborn. You've done nothing wrong. You are rather serving God. You are rather trying to please God. Afflictions will come. Both of them are good for you. You will see that by deciding to be holy, Your father will be broke suddenly. There's no money. And you are now under pressure. And that boy's number you didn't delete from your phone. It's still there. You are now, your finger is shaking. You want to call. Should I call? Should I go and press? Then when he calls you and he answers, say, hey, stop for mommy. I say, stop that. You stop that. Now you're not for mommy. How are you? It's been a while. It's, hey, but how come you are looking for me like that? Oh, it's been. A, I just want to check on you to see how you are doing. Mm. But how are you too? Oh, I'm fine. I see. Wow. 
So how is church? Oh, church is fine. I need prayers. Can you come to my house for us to pray? When you decide to serve God, I shared this last week, so you get the message. There are special problems you will get by wanting to please God. Almost like if you compromise, if you sin, rather some problems will not come. But by standing your ground, rather that's where problems came. Like you say, if you had slept with Potiphar's wife, Charlie, you would have, I'm sure Potiphar's wife would have spoken to Pharaoh or Potiphar to, you know, at least some accounts clerk. And some of you here have fallen to the temptations that was rather supposed to come to prove that you are a correct Christian. You yielded and now it's bad. The temptation came for you to stand it and pass and be promoted. Like God has promoted me. You are looking at the pastor God has promoted. Because there is a, there is a devil for every level. Yeah. There is a devil for every level. There's a teenage devil, 20 years devil, 30 years. Hundred years, Christ, you have been tempted. You have temptations. Yeah. So, get ready to have difficulties as you are serving God. So, last week we saw that it is your ticket. Acts 22. That through much tribulation, we will enter. Acts through much tribulation we will enter the kingdom. Is it twenty two twenty four? Twenty two fourteen. Fourteen twenty two. Fourteen twenty two. Fourteen, sorry, fourteen. Through much tribulation. So some of you don't dodge the problems that will come. By dodging the problems, you are dodging the kingdom of God because the, the gate fee is tribulation. Sit down. Everyone look at me. Let me tell you this. In case there's light off. Let me tell you. Be ready. Be ready to go through difficulties to become a great person the ministry. Don't choose 
Because you will have a choice. At every junction, you will have a choice to go the difficult way and the, or, or the way of compromise. Joseph had a choice to choose the path of difficulty or to fornicate and be in the system. Everybody will have a choice. And when I say affliction or tribulation, go back to 1422. When I say tribulation, I'm not only talking about like a man chasing a girl or a, 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 a girl, I mean, no, like boy, girl, girl, boy, man, woman. No. The difficulties, like, as I'm standing here, I'm going through afflictions. This, from last night, this is my fifth service. Not, and they are not some 20 minutes ministry. Ministry with ministration. Preach last night. First service. Second service this morning. Third service. Fourth service. Fifth service. In between the services, I have services. I've not had breakfast, neither have I had lunch. Some of you have eaten both loads. Yeah, and you have gone to blow some banku or some kelewele. <laughs> Am I lying? Have you had breakfast? Have you had lunch? Yes. That's why my lips are white. I'm suffering. See, when we say enter into the kingdom, like Jesus, Jesus is a story building. He's about a 90 floor skyscraper, Jesus. You can be in Jesus, but you are in the basement. Yes. (laughs) You are in Christ, but you are on the first floor. And somebody is also in Christ, but he's on the 85th floor. So is the kingdom. In the kingdom, there's ministry, there's marriage, there's normal life, and there are rooms in the kingdom. Some of you, you are in the kingdom, but you are on the, on the porch. There are pastors who could have had two services on a Sunday, but they've chosen to have one service. As I'm preaching now, my fifth service, there's a pastor who is at home watching a movie? A Chinese movie. He has finished eating rice and chicken stew. I can see him because I can see his stomach. He's not wearing a shirt and the pot belly is shining. I'm not joking. So he says that, that pastor will be in the ministry 
for many years. And we'll never have a church that is above 68 members. Because he doesn't want to suffer. I'm, I'm, I'm suffering. As I'm talking to you, I'm suffering. I'm hungry. White hunger. Is right. I, even the time to sit down and eat. Even if the food is there now, time to eat. So you shouldn't be surprised when you see me operating in certain rooms that you will never see even if you live for 200 years. Yeah, because there are rooms in the kingdom. God told Elijah to go and anoint Elisha to be prophet in his room. There are some rooms you cannot occupy. He said to enter. The word is enter. Enter into the kingdom. It, enter means that there's a door. That you, you need suffering and hard things to enter. This week, I have services every evening. Starting t- tomorrow. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You want to choose the easy part. It's not like that. You will not enjoy it. And after three years, you will back out and back down first and back out. So don't choose easy things. And all these are in the midst of fastings and prayings. You don't want to fast. Any food that crosses your path. The last time you fasted it was because there was no food. So you just changed it to waiting on God. That's why people go to school. JSS, SS. They finish. Uh, they uh, they, be, they start by day, mechanic, because they did not want to go through the tribulation of sitting down to learn, going for extra notes, marking scheme, discussions. Discussion groups. No. As others are learning, you are in town. So eventually, when your classmate is a lawyer, you are the one building his house. You are the foreman of his because you are a classmate. He's a lawyer and you are a foreman. Say, I will enter. The gate fee to enter is difficulties tribulations. I want to give you the second reason why you need afflictions. The first is that it makes you it is your ticket to enter the kingdom of God. 
Number two, through afflictions. You get involved in the salvation of others. It is one of the reasons why God will make you suffer. Some challenges. Because you see, to, to, to help someone to be saved, if you've not seen certain problems, you won't be patient. Yeah. But when you remember how you were a weed smoker for five years before, in the church, or you were in the church, going to church up and down, smoking weed. So when you have a convert, who is also smoking weed, say, oh, you are my cousin. You'll be patient. Because you know that your own took five years. Genesis 50 verse 20. Genesis 50. And I'm ending here. 50, 5, 0, verse 2, 0. He said, but as for you, this is Joseph speaking. Not a cat, the human being Joseph. Joseph speaking. He said, but as for you, you thought evil against me. This is after you had been sold into slavery, beaten, put into a pit. Problems. But God meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it is this day. To save much people alive. To save people. One of the reasons why you go through certain difficulties in life is that God wants to use you to save people. So you will have compassion on people. And, and when you see a sinner, you say, oh, useless person. Oh, what is it? Yeah. To save people, you need compassion. And one of the sources of compassion is personal betrayal, suffering. So, when you see, some of you, when you hear a story about someone, like this girl, say she has gone to fornicate with a certain boy. Ah! How is that? Flaming fire. So, even the fire in the flaming fire didn't burn anything. Because you have never been accused falsely. So when you hear stories, you just believe it, that it's true. Without even bothering to ask it, no, this is what I have heard. Me, I've not done that. Never. When she's saying no, you're in your head, liar. Liar. You deserve it. Yeah. 
deserve it. Look at me, your face, your eyebrow, how you have gone to do makeup. Is this, is, this, is this not a prostitute who will do a makeup like that? Why? Because you have never heard stories about yourself. That you have been seen in an abortion clinic. When in the reality you are a virgin sitting here. Virgin. But there are st- so, so sometimes God will let certain stories, certain things be said about you to go through some problems. So that next time, when you hear somebody's story, you are careful how you relate, what, how you even believe stories about people. So the Bible, 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19. Let's end here. 9, 19. 1 Corinthians. For though I be free from all men, yet I have made myself servant. There is a type of suffering that you yourself, you, you force yourself to go through. To gain people, to save others. That's why I told you that there's a suffering which comes not because you stole, not because you fornicated, but as you are serving God, as you are serving God, you will encounter a problem you can avoid. Some hunger, or some poverty you can avoid. I mean, you just have to sleep with a guy. He will bless you with 200. I mean, why are you sitting here without money? When there are boys who are chasing you, wanting to give you money. What's the problem? So he said, I made myself. So there's a, so he said, he said, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free, but I made myself a servant. I intentionally caused myself to suffer. And that one, it's your choice. And everybody will have that choice. Many years ago, many, I was about 11 years or so, before secondary school. 11 years. I watched a Chinese movie called The Life of Christ. The Life of Christ. In Chinese. Potiphar, I said Potiphar. Uh, Herod, uh, Pontius Pilate, was a Chinese. Mary Magdalene, Chinese. Yeah. Joseph was Chinese. Jesus, Chinese. It was a Chinese movie. But it was the life of Christ. Talking about Christ, but it's Chinese. Like I have Indian movie, Christian, Indi- uh, life of Christ, Indian version. This was a Chinese movie. So in that movie, the Chinese Jesus healed the sick, walked on water, Chinese Jesus walking on water. Then eventually, because it was the life of Christ, Chinese movie, he was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. Beaten. And put on a cross. But in the movie, they didn't nail the cross. They tied it. Because... 
just by being tied on a cross and hanging there, you can still die. But Jesus was not tied to the cross. He was nailed. But in this Chinese Jesus movie, they tied him. After beating him, they tied him to the cross. I watched it myself. Prempe Cinema Hall. Takrade. As he was hanging on the cross before he, he died. Some three Chinese men. I'm saying that as you are living your life, you will have the chance to escape some difficulties. Some three Chinese men came to stand at the bottom of the cross. And Jesus was up. And they began to laugh at him. Na, 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 na. If you are Jesus, can you say, save yourself? Liar. Thief. Jesus was surprised. He asked, am I the one you are mocking? Na, 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 na. Who, who else? Is it your uncle? Liar. Thief. If you say you are the king, come down. Save yourself and then come down. Na, 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 na. And Jesus at the second time. Am I the one? Am I the one you are insulting? Stop it. So we should stop what? They will kill you and you go to heaven and see. Liar. If you have power, save yourself. Now, you, have, you saved others. Save yourself. Na, 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 Jesus Christ said, am I the one you are insulting? Say yes. We thought he was going to pray that, Father, forgive them. We saw. Yeah! He tore the ropes and descended. Karate, Jesus, oh, ba, 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 ba. He beat the three men and the Chinese Roman soldiers, they came. He beat some of them. And more came and they arrested him and they nailed him on the cross proper, proper. That's a Chinese, he said. But my own Jesus, he did not come down. He stayed on the cross. He prayed, Father, forgive them. It's not every suffering you escape. It's not every suffering you run away from. There's a suffering you allow. He said, I made myself a servant. I'm sure it's on the internet. You see, Jesus Christ. Jesus, oh. Who should be on the cross? It's now fighting karate dancers. Listen. Some of you, some difficulties you are going through is so that God can get you to be a soul winner. To think about others. 
they, uh, what is his name? Joseph said, you meant it for evil. They sold me, beat me, put me in prison. But I still saw that God wanted me to save people. There are some problems that will eventually put you at an advantageous position to ensure the salvation of someone. Sometimes, some challenges you've had, you are the only person somebody can come to see for counseling. Because the rest, they don't have that experience before. They don't have that experience. Do you have a boyfriend who, who beats you till you collapse? Then you, you are sent to the hospital and you are put on drips. And now you are fine. Any girl whose boyfriend beats her, they will send a person to you because you are the one they know. You are, you are the experience. I'm saying to you today, listen, sit down. Sit down. Get ready. Not, don't run away from certain problems you will have in the church. Don't run away. Endure it. Go through it. Experience the challenge. God wants to use you. And sometimes you must make your... I'm sure Paul had a chance to be a servant. Or not to be a servant. He could have run away. But he said, I made... He wasn't made a servant. He said, I made myself... Verse 20. Look at verse 20. And unto the Jews became... I became as a Jew. That I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. Verse 21. To them without the law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. He was ready to suffer the sufferings of people. He was ready to go through challenges, painful experiences. Because when you become a soul winner, you will suffer. You will suffer. They will pour urine on you. People will insult you. Even your friend, some people you will mix with. Your friends will say, why are you mixing with such people? Verse 22. To the weak became I as weak that I might gain the weak. And I'm saying that you will have the chance because of the problem of, your, of somebody you meet. You say, fast with me. Say, I'll fast with you. But as you are fasting, you are eating. You, 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 you must be ready to go through things as a soul winner. One of the reasons for afflictions is so that we can Save others. Joseph's problem led to the salvation of his brother, his father, his relatives, and everyone. Don't run away. Stay. Embrace challenges and difficulties. Do not run away. Do not run away. 
a lot of you here today, God wants to use you. And one of the things you will suffer is that when you become a born-again Christian, your friends who are not born again, they will laugh at you. They will mock you. They will group and say things against you. But get ready to suffer the affliction you must suffer. God still wants to use you. And it's a privilege for God to use you. He will bless you if he gets you to use you. We are going to pray in tongues. I will lead you to experience Holy Ghost baptism. Can you imagine you are with your friends, former weed smokers? And you are saying, what is wrong with you? Are you mad? I'm mad. It's okay. To your friends, you are mad. But to God, you are a special son who is spiritual that is going to dispatch angels to you. Stand to your feet. Everybody lift up your two hands. Everybody lift your hands. Lift your hand. Begin to thank God that you came to church today. Begin to thank God that you came to church today. Your salvation has delivered you from many problems. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I'm grateful. Thank him that you are playing the keyboard in the church for him. Some are playing the same keyboard at Golden Tulip. And when he finishes, white men will come and take him away. that in all your problems after all you have been through you are still in church thank him that somebody invited you to church you are praying pray and say Lord use me to save others
right now, every eye closed. Everybody close your eyes. Somebody wants to surrender his life to Jesus Christ today. Somebody wants to be born again today. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior. You want to say, Pastor, today, I want to be born again today. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you have decided that you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to turn around from sin and surrender to God and say, Lord, I want to be your child. I want to be in church. I want to serve you. I want to live for you. Wherever you are. Pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. Every eye closed. I've gone far from you. Lord, today, I want to give myself to you. Wherever you are today. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, lift your right hand above your head. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Lift it. Lift your hand. If you want to be born again, you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Wherever you are, stand. Just stand there. But lift your right hand high above your head. Don't think of the person standing by you. Think of yourself. There are many places you can go in groups. But there's a part of life. You go alone. Lift your hand high. Yes. High. Lift it high. High above your head. I want to pray for you right now. I see your hand. You are about to take the most important decision of your life. The most quality decision ever in your life. Lift your hand high. Today is your day. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me right now. I want to pray for you. If your hand is up, meet me here. Meet me here. Jesus, come. forget today if only you take this decision serious you will never forget today lift your hands lift your two hands I want you to say this prayer after me say heavenly father heavenly father I'm sorry for my sins I'm sorry for my sins I've done many bad things I've done many bad things today Today, I come to you. I come to you, and I ask you to forgive me. And I ask you to forgive me. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Make me new. Make me pure. Make me pure. I declare. 
I declare that I am born again. That I am born again. Thank you. Thank you Lord. for my salvation. For my salvation. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.